Hi, my name's Rob Scott from CX Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the customer experience technology space. So today I'm joined by Thomas Rudseth, who's a CTO at Puzzle, and we're going to be discussing why video in the contact center is the next customer experience game changer. So welcome, Thomas. Thanks, Rob. That's uh, great to, to be aboard on your show. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Thomas and uh, I've, uh, my responsibility within Puzzle is to, to run the product and technology organization. So Puzzle is a uh, cloud-based contact center solution that provides a range of omnichannel capabilities and including that obviously video. So, so we're keen to, to, to talk about that today. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Thomas. And you know, video is huge right now. And in the wider work from home and hybrid landscape uh, that, you know, that we're talking about all the time, it seems at the moment, you know, my first question to you is kind of, has video found its way you know, into the contact center yet? I would say it's emerging. Uh, I mean, if you look back in time, uh, video has been around now for quite some time. Uh, in, in a lot of different capacities. And, I mean, if I think back on my career, I started off in research many, many years ago, and, and people were then playing around on the video over ISDN, narrowband connections and stuff like that. And uh, But they were already at that point in time, even with the limited technical capabilities, there were telemedicine and other quite cool use cases that were giving some value. Uh, but now with, with the pandemic and the situations we've been in, most of us over the last year, people have become more technical competent and then more technically equipped with the cameras and, and broadband connections. And they starting to see the value more and more and getting used to this uh, engagement across a, a camera and a, across a, a, a broadband connection. Even though uh, most people are looking really forward to getting back to the real life, it is, uh, it, it is also quite convenient in, in many different cases. So yeah, I think it's definitely been a big change for, for the industry to get to where we are now and we're seeing um, also buying behavior uh, change with, with this, uh, with the pandemic and everything. I mean, we've been forced into to buying stuff offline, even people that weren't used to doing that. Um, and, um, and, and that will also influence the way brands do customer service interactions. So we see a lot of uh, of inquiries around this and there's a lot of interest in doing this and I think also a lot of businesses including the contact center is testing this out through more traditional teams and uh, zoom-like platforms doing that for a small portion of the team for instance in the sales engagement and things like that so there is uh, absolutely some emerging trends in that and then you of course have some larger brands that have gone pretty wide with this but in, in general, I think the general contact center environment are pretty early in, in the adoption still. Great. So it seems like there's a huge appetite, you know, for video generally out there right now. But uh, so it's finding its way into the contact center. So talk me through how you enable video in the contact center and, and what are the big you know benefits? Yeah, I think. I mean, there were, it's all about the use case, right? And I think if you look back in time and see how contact center have, have looked at video, it's been some skepticism, right? You, you don't necessarily want to show off the cubicles of, of your employees or even now these days with, to, to have, see the home 
home turf of, of your employees and have no control of what's going to happen in the background and stuff like that. So, so the notion of kind of showing your employees off to, to their consumer is not really brought a big value and more, more of a risk. But I think you have to kind of bring your mind a little bit beyond that. Obviously, there are situations where you want to engage directly with the, uh, the consumer with, with a face-to-face -face conversation. It could be valuable sales interactions uh, if you, in a re kind of retail set situation, if you want to sell the kitchen furniture and you want to show off and explain and have a valuable cons conversation with uh, the, the consumer in the other end. And you want maybe even for the consumer to show around in the kitchen how it's looking now and how this can fit in and all of that. And, and that kind of conversation can absolutely be valuable on a, uh, with a video footage both ways. But, but I think, to be honest, that the, the more uh, relevant uh, case for this is, is to see how it can apply for specific verticals and even more specific use cases where you have, for instance, an insurance claim thing where there's not necessarily to show the, the contact center agent or the advisor to the consumer, but it's rather the consumer to show their face or even better, their, uh, the situation they're in. So if you had a car accident, you might want to show how how you crashed the car or how someone else crashed your car. Uh, and if you are renting a car, you might have a situation where you want to show, as you probably have done if you have tried some of the, the rental, self-service rental services already, you, you took a lot of pictures of the car before you started driving. You could actually automate that even better by taking a video footage of the entire car and transfer that to a either a rep or directly into an automated um, uh, repository. So, so there are those specific use cases which I think will evolve even more going forward. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? And in terms of those use cases, that's just, you know, can you expand on, you know, some more for me in terms of kind of where you're likely to see video being used the most at the moment? Yeah, I think uh, coming a little bit back to the face-to-face the -face conversation, I mean, um, we, we have examples as well, which goes a little bit on the sidetrack of the video, but let's start with the digital uh, interaction that typically happens when someone is going to buy something. So it could be retail, but it could also be other services, including B2C or B2B, uh, where you typically, and, and we know this for fact from Google and other uh, stats that consumers and buyers are going online first, even though they want to contact the business afterwards, they go online first, right? And to and then you are already interacting with uh, a web um, experience. And then to kind of swap from that experience and move over to a phone or a similar and, and another device just to perform that uh, voice interaction might not be natural it might be, maybe it's more natural to engage than over and using your your device that you have in front of you and which is typically the the computer and utilizing that to be able to interact with a customer service representative or a salesperson so i think in general those use cases that where you have some sort of value-based sale or value-based uh, advisory line 
is um, something that will be more and more popular. And the finance industry is typically something where that is uh, applicable. And the legal advice is another one where you want to maybe help con not only getting the advice, but you might also screen share and do co-browsing where you want to be able to advise and help out to complete and uh, a form. We see also this quite a lot uh, among governmental organizations that want not only not necessarily to, to run video, but they want to help the, the public to be able to uh, use digitalized services like, for instance, uh, filling out form, I mean, unemployment and uh, temporary unemployment, which we have these days, unfortunately, is something that maybe requires you to go online and fill out forms. And rather than having them along to you at the contact center, you might want to offer some kind of screen sharing co-browsing capability so that they can complete that online uh, assessment and online uh, form in their own, uh, without any direct assistance from uh, anyone in, on a, a voice call. So, so those are some of the areas. When it comes to the customer service situation, I think there's another situation as well where you typically might want to start off with a web chat or something. Let's say that you have an issue with your your uh, vacuum cleaner or you have an issue with your broadband router and you want to show the agent uh, or custom service representative a specific part of the device or you want to show that so that they are able to advise you which buttons to press rather than to have some expensive uh, service um, feed service person coming out to your house and, and doing the changes. So, so those kind of uh, efficiency gains, both from the consumer perspective, but also from the business perspective, will uh, come. See, we want to see more and more of that. I think going forward. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And I mean, when I think um, you know, video, I think Zoom, I think Microsoft Teams, you know, programs like that uh, that have been hugely popular throughout the pandemic. Um, are you starting to see? those tools being used in the contact center and you know do they belong in the contact center can they can they really work in in that kind of environment uh, puzzle is actually certified to integrate to teams uh, as an example so absolutely there will be a, a room for both and there will be uh, and then when i'm saying both I, it is because i think there is Absolutely, some use cases where those, let's call it gen generalist tools, can be utilized. But I'm also quite convinced, and this will evolve over time, that there will be more specific use cases, and some of them I have already explained, that will require a, a more um, specific and uh, more tailored uh, user experience. Uh, the other dimension is not to forget uh, is obviously that when a Teams or a Zoom a call is uh, uh, initiated, then you will lose, if you don't integrate to the contact center, you will lose track of uh, agent time and you want an allocation and status. You will also uh, not be able to track your KPIs in terms of your customer service. Uh, levels and so forth. And then you have uh, not to forget about compliance, which is for many businesses is a big issue. And different geographies have different requirements when it comes to what you can actually do also on video. 
so and you have of course payments and all uh, all the PCI stuff that is related to the same. So I think that for kind of smaller scale usage, absolutely these uh, platforms will uh, be there. And of, because people are already paying for them, it's very easy to take them and maybe just integrate uh, loosely into the contact center. Whereas the more bespoke and um, I would say high volume cases and more compliance rich cases will require dedicated solutions to cover the same uh, capability. That's great. Some really good points there as well. Um, in terms of how this is going to play out over the next two to three years, are we going to see you know video being a, a new channel in, in in the kind of contact center stack, or or do you you know even think it could replace voice over time? Um, I think voice has the advantage; it's been there for so long, right? And uh, and it's convenient for mobile and any device and so forth. So I don't think it will go down, it, or it will go down, but it won't be going away. It's a little bit like with web chat, right? We're seeing web chat growing very rapidly, but the, the decline in voice is far from the, from the same. So it's to some extent. Uh, increasing the number of interactions because you are getting better availability of the, the channels that you are offering to your customers. When it comes to video, uh, I think there will be specific use cases and I definitely think that video has come to be a new channel uh, and more a channel of choice for many, but I think it will be more industry specific and more use case specific than what we typically in the few in uh, formally have thought of because as i said initially in when in kind of contact centers we started using using uh, video it was more for the personal kind of direct dialogue i think it's much more likely to develop into more bespoke specific applications even maybe integrated into different business applications where not only the footage itself but the recording of it and maybe even with some ai applied on top of it will be a more um, common use case and that the kind of voice conversation one-to-one -one, uh, will be replaced by video uh, without any modifications is not that likely. That's really interesting and, and certainly it's going to be more and more exciting to see how video kind of you know finds its home in the contact center space and, and customer experience space going forward. But Absolutely. for now Thomas, you know, that's it for today. It's, uh, it's been great speaking to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks a lot. Great speaking to you, Rob. And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to CX Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a CX fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the CX News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook and our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from CX Today. Thanks for watching.